Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck, four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. The show that takes you home. The Homestretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City. 1510 AM, 94.5 FM and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Welcome to the Homestretch ESPN Kansas City. 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, 1510.com and soon Facebook Live. Live in studio on a Victory Monday. Todd Lebo will join us soon for Life Lessons with Lebo. His stuff's in here. But just like, apparently Briscoe's going to take over for a little bit. You're you're Todd Lebo now. I'm Todd Lebo. You somehow gained a lot more hair. Been growing it out. Not just on your dome, but also the beard. Way more hair. Where's my beer? Are you trying to do a Briscoe <laughs> impersonation? His mind was spinning of how he was going to do a Briscoe impersonation, and all that came out, where's my beer? My Briscoe impersonation is, got to catch them all. Eh. That's Pokemon. Yeah, you can do better, though. You're, you're too old for Pokemon. No, no. I remember when I was a child. <laughs> but again, when I was a child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm late. No, you're fine. To the big boss man. The, the best thing is, right before <laughs> this show, late? Lebo comes in, puts his stuff down, and goes, when am I ever late? Proceeds to walk away, and then? Yeah, I had a conversation with Chad Boger. Yeah, what do, what do you the want? The president. What, did he say, hey, we're going to mess with Sterling, and, and you're going to show up late? Was that the whole point, or no, no. something serious? Or? Why don't you let the music breathe for a little while? Let it, the Chili Peppers play. It breathed. It breathed. What's up, The buddy? breath was there. You know? Doing good. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk hockey today? Probably. Well, I thought this would be a good time to talk Jayhawks basketball. Oh, yeah. Lost two in a row. Yeah. Well, I, you Chiefs. and I can do it because we're, we're fine with that, personally. You yeah. and I wouldn't mind. How about them Chiefs? Incredible. It's an incredible, it's an, it was an incredible day, Saturday, to watch the way the game unfolded, the drama with the injury, you know, the report of high ankle sprain during the game from NFL Network, and then you're like, well, this guy's not going to play today, and then he plays today, and then after the game, you know, he finished the game, and he was fine. It wasn't, wasn't great. He was, didn't look like regular old Patrick Mahomes, but it's incredible, and then they had happen what they needed to have happen to have Chiefs fans be happy having a home game, right? It would have been cool, I guess, in Atlanta. Whatever, no. but no, not really. It no, have been it, cool it's it's sucks. because if they you're going to choose to play at your place for the 800,000th straight time because they they don't play road playoff games anymore, or you want to have your fan base have to spend money to travel, blah, 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 all that stuff. I mean, so the, everything worked out great for them, except the part where their their MVP candidate quarterback <laughs> has jacked his ankle up. But I I feel. 
and I'm sure someone will call and tell me it's worse the day after or this two days after or whatever. Dude played Saturday. I can't imagine he's not going to play on Sunday. Correct. What will it be like? How will he fare? Do they have to do different things? Probably so. But that's what they get paid to do. So Jay Glazer said Mahomes MRI today confirmed that he has, in fact, a high ankle sprain, but was told by people in the Chiefs today that he woke up way better today than they thought he would. He'll be dealing with the injury all week long, but he expects to play next week. Again, not major news besides the fact that he woke up feeling way better than expected. But what's he going to say? What they expect? <laughs> I mean, I feel worse than I thought. Well, it's interesting. So today on the Zoom, you know, Andy. He's so guarded when he says these things. He says, well, it's been reported it was a high ankle sprain. Uh, that's, that's, you, that's fairly accurate or whatever. And then later he gets asked, uh, what's the grade of the sprain? And he said, I don't have that for you. Mm-hmm. Which means not that he doesn't have it. He You're doesn't not, have it for you. For you. He's not You're not going to get because he doesn't want to deal with this. Um, and then he got asked two separate times. Finally, he got asked early in the Zoom about, because they had mentioned that he had had the high ankle sprain last or three years ago against Jacksonville in the opener. Recall when they won that game down there, a game that Tyreek Hill got hurt too. Mm-hmm. Remember Sammy Watkins had a big day. Yeah. Nick Foles got hurt as well yeah. after getting the big deal. The collarbone. The, uh, the emergence of Gardner Minshew, the yeah. rookie. All those things happened that day. And uh, so he got asked about it today, and Andy didn't answer the question. Then he got asked again about it, and he finally answered the question and said he would tell you that it – this isn't as bad of an ankle sprain as that one was. And he played the next week and was great the next couple of weeks. You know, then he hurt his toe and, you know, the the kneecap fell apart, all that stuff. Then won the Super Bowl that year. Right. So what you're saying, injuries are good. No, I'm not. I think if you could choose, (laughs) if you could choose to have a close to 100% healthy leg of Patrick Mahomes, you'd rather have it. Because sure. when they moved down the field to start the game, it wasn't easy. Mm-mm. He moved in the pocket, moved out of the pocket. He had to be mobile to make that drive happen. And then he did not look good when he first came back in. The first drive after half, mm. oof, it's like, I don't know, Henny might be better than this. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there saying, Henny he might have moved. Yeah. yeah, he figured it out. And, and I think that's what they'll do. Andy Reid makes a boatload of money. Yes. Right? Matt Nagy makes a boatload of money. Eric Bieniemy makes a boatload of money. Their job this week is to devise a plan with this quarterback in this state to do what he needs to do to win the game. The Alex Smith playbook, dusted off, might be coming out. Yeah, maybe, but you know, god, part of Alex Smith's playbook was running the ball. Was running the ball. So I don't think it's that. I think it's I think it's they're going to have to be creative with a lot of things here. You sit there yesterday, you tell me if you were shocked by this. What did you hear yesterday going into the Bengals and the Bills game? Well, the offensive line for Bengals, Cincinnati. They're toast. Yeah. They can't do anything, right? So what would they do? They protected well enough, and then they just ran the ball right down the Bills' throat. Maybe it's time for the Chiefs to run the ball a little bit more, take a little bit of pressure off the quarterback, all that. I don't know. But the Chiefs have, I think, an offensive line that should be able to do some of those things. If you can't protect... Find maybe it's 15% more runs than you would have passes. That's a big deal in sure. Kansas City because they don't, they don't do that very often. But that's their job. Figure out what this guy can do. And, you know, not every run play 
is available now. You saw him hopping trying to reach yeah. the stretch play. Maybe they're different plays. Yeah. They ran some option. The very first play of the game was option for eight yards. One of the Maybe few, that's not in play. One know? of the few times I would actually say run the ball out of shotgun. Normally, yeah. normally we're like, hey, run it out of single back and or still I formation. Because right, they look like yeah. they're really close together. But whatever, the play worked. They, they need to get a grasp on how his health is going to be late Sunday. The good news is they played Saturday early. They're playing late Sunday. That's like a whole extra day that they get. And they have to figure out what he can do and then what they can do with their weapons because they have plenty of weapons. This off, They could have won the game yesterday with Chad Henry at quarterback. Chad Henry or Chad, Chad Henry? If he, I think Chad Henry could have also had a Chad good Henry's performance. Yeah. I call him Chad Hank. But if Chad <laughs> Henry would have played the whole game, do you think the Chiefs would have won? Yes, I do. I do too. So they have this. This is not um, just a one man show. They got a lot of players on this team. They have a Hall of Fame tight end. They have quality wide receivers. They have a young, uh, aggressive, explosive running back, mm-hmm. and they have a good enough offensive line to get things done. I don't think Chad Henney is good enough to beat the Bengals. I think he Correct. was being good enough to beat the Jags in a situation where he already came into the game with the lead. Yeah. But I think it's a different story here. They have a really good roster, but they got to figure out how to do it. This is not going to be the, the plays that they rolled out in Patrick Mahomes' first game in 2018 as a starter when they had everything at their – you know, disposal. They could do whatever they want. It's going to be different, but that's their job. They got to figure it out. The good news is, they got all week to do it. Yeah. Not just it happened at uh, four fifteen on Saturday. I will also say I do not want to blame Orlando Brown Jr. I know a lot of folks on Twitter have uh, not been thrilled, and he's obviously gotten their ire. I don't think it's all Orlando Brown Jr.'s fault. He held for about four or five seconds on that play. Yeah, this was not some blind side. It was where he not. Got it smoked. was not. It's a freak injury is what it unlucky. is. Unlucky. I don't think Arden Key did anything How many times dirty. have you seen Patrick Mahomes get hurt, hit, and bent back and whatever, and, and nothing happens? Yeah. All right, this happens this time. I've seen, I don't know, a thousand quarterback sneaks in my life. I've only one time seen a kneecap get dislocated on one. So things happen in football. Yeah. Okay? It's not all Orlando Brown's fault. Now, Orlando Brown, it's a bigger discussion. Orlando Brown, has he been good enough? Is he someone that you would give a five-year whatever extension to that, that no. they offered him last year? Do you think he's played himself out of that extension? Correct, yes. So. I, I also think he's been better than a lot of folks give him credit for, but I don't think he's worth the money that he wants. It's a if they, if difficult they had situation. If given him that extension and he signed it, would it have been a mistake from what you've seen so far this year? Uh, yes. Yes, it would be. Yeah. I, I don't think it'd be a, you know— franchise altering mistake where it's like it's oh not like a Russell Wilson mistake. Cor- cor- correct it's not a Russell Wilson mistake but it's one where you go man I wish we could have that one back that's yeah. probably what it'd be along the lines of again not franchise altering but not one of those ones where like yeah this is this is the the future left tackle for many years where I feel comfortable paying him that money what's the recipe for you for the Chiefs to win this game and in, in, with what you know right well now it all it all depends on what Cincinnati and um Lou, I'm drawing a blank his last name. Uh, uh, Amaro. Uh, and Amaro. And Amaro. Yeah. And Arumo, sorry. And Arumo. Lou and Arumo does for the Cincinnati Bengals because he did a phenomenal job against Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. Just great job sending, uh, you know, cornerback slot corners. Hilton, he had five blitzes, there got there four times. Yeah. yeah. It just from everywhere. And they don't have just elite players all over the field on defense. They have to try and find a way. They got good guys. 
You know, DJ Reader's a good player. I think their ends uh, are Trey, good. H- Trey Hendrickson's a mm-hmm. good player. But we're not talking about yeah. the elite talent, right? And a lot of that comes from scheme and how they set it up. It all comes down to do they blitz Mahomes because they know he can't move, so they blitz him a ton, try and make him uncomfortable in the pocket, make him really think about that ankle, or do they drop eight, rush three, and just force him to make plays because he, he can't move. And that's what it comes down to. If they drop eight, you run the football. Simple as that. But I don't think the Bengals are going to drop eight. If I were them, I would send pressure time and time again. You know the quarterback can't move. It's going to be difficult to run the ball when there's a lot of guys coming at you. That's personally what I would do if I were Lou uh, Amaruno. Mm-hmm. Anarumo. Anarumo. There, why? Why is the last name so difficult? Spagnolo Anarumo. Yeah. Or Spagnola. Spagnola. Just call him Spags. Yeah, Spags. And, Lou and, and, and Lou Ann. Lou Ann. Runo. I like Lou Ann. Lou, sounds Lou like Ann. a sounds like a nineteen uh, nineteen twenties like movie star. Yeah, Lou Lou Ann. So, okay, so whatever they're going to do, what's the recipe? Chiefs have to run the ball more. They have to be able to combat it. How many points does it take for the Chiefs to win this game? Ooh. Well. 24? Was that what it was the first time around? Didn't get it done? They lost 27-24. Twice in a row. Yeah. And they lost 34-31 last year. You'd have to say 28. Realistically, 28, I think, gets it done. I think the Chiefs' defense is good enough. Uh, I think they've been better. I think Spagnuolo, again, did a great job in the second half, even if there were some head scratchers in the first. Um, You you obviously saw, uh, what's his name, up against Christian Kirk. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't great, yeah. No, no, not ideal. Yeah. Then you also saw Frank Clark. Karloftis on Kirk on a play. That's what great. it was, yeah. And then you saw Frank Clark actually against Christian Kirk late in the game, that the, the one-handed mm-hmm. interception from Jalen Watson. And by the way, Frank Clark was draped all over Christian Kirk. Good coverage, but still, not what you want. No, but when you send guys, that's what you have to do. And in and, and, and sending Justin Reed on that play, got a quick throw mm-hmm. and a pick. I didn't hear anyone complaining then about no. Frank Clark on Christian Kirk. So um, tell me about the big list of chief sacks against Joe Burrow in the three There's games. There's one. They got one this and it year was on a play where, where he just went and fell down he fell down. to, to yeah. one warning. Yeah. And they got none last year in the title game and maybe one in the regular season game. Not yeah. many. A couple. I think they had a few that time. I went back and rewatched the title game, or the, not the title game, the regular season game this year. That was a wild football game. So many crazy things happened in that game. That was the one where, into the first half, it looked like the Bengals were trying their best to kill the clock to where the mm-hmm. Chiefs couldn't do anything. And they got themselves stuck in a fourth down, and they went for it. And remember, Carlos Dunlap blew the play yeah. up. That's a three to seven point play right there. The decision cost them three points, and that tackle may have cost them seven. So that was sure. big. They had a a third down play later in the game, just a dead drop. It was Boyd, right? I mean, yeah, it, as bad a drop as you'll ever see right in, in the NFL end zone. game. Yeah, easy touchdown. They kicked a field goal. It was a minus four right there. So this this team scored twenty seven. Probably should have been in the thirties. Sure, you know. Yeah, they did not have Joe Mixon. He mm-hmm. was out with a concussion that day. The Chiefs did not have Kadarius Toney or McCole Hardman. Or Joe Tooney. Or Joe Tooney. All three of those guys were gone from the game. Um, and the Chiefs had the fumble with Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. They also scored a touchdown by an eighth of an inch on the jump man. Yeah. 
jump. That yeah. was a fourth down play, sure. as you'll recall. I mean, there was some wild stuff happened in this game. And, the, you know, the Chiefs never got the ball back after uh, the missed field goal. They had the missed field goal. Remember, that's where yeah. the 55-yard field goal where Mahomes ended up getting sacked. It was about a quarter inch away from escaping and maybe diving for the first down or at least making the field goal uh, two yards long or shorter sure. as it was. All these weird things happened in that game, and they never got the ball back after that miss and only got the ball once after the Kelsey fumble. That was the drive that ended as it was there. So I, I don't think this Chiefs defense is going to, without turnovers, and I'm talking mm-hmm. o, turnovers, not turnover, without turnovers is going to hold this team under 27 or 28 points. Sure. So if you can't do that, the offense is going to have to do something that they haven't done against this team. And score. that scored 30 probably. Yeah. What, what makes me a little concerned defensively for Kansas City Hayden Hurst was... He got hurt in that game, too. He did. That's my point, was Hayden Hurst was cutting up the middle of the field against the Chiefs linebackers before the injury, and they weren't having the same success after, uh, was it Drew Sample, I believe, is their backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking off the top of my head right now. But Hayden Hurst is a damn good tight end. He's a very good tight end, and that was a massive loss for the Bengals in that game. I'm concerned, with him being healthy... They're going to target Willie Gay Jr. and Nick Bolton in pass coverage time and time again. We know that's the weakness for Kansas City, that linebacker spot in coverage. I think they're both very talented linebackers, but in coverage, they can be well, taken advantage no of. Great, there's like two great coverage linebackers. Sure, yeah, hard. Fred Warner. Yeah. And, and Fred Warner looked great yesterday on that play, but a better pass, it's a walk-in touchdown. Yeah. You, you throw the ball five yards further, he's left in the dust, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I like – Linebacker on a wide receiver sure. on that play. But Dak is Dak, right? It wasn't a very good pass. But there just aren't many of them. So that you, what you try to do is not have that be the case very often. But you're right. Hurst is healthy, and he's going to be someone who's out there who they'll, they'll have to deal with. I think just major key to the game is they got to get Burrow on the ground sometime. And he, he's not a guy who forces the ball like Josh Allen. I've said time and time again, Joe Burrow reminds me so much of Drew Brees. Except taller. Taller, but yeah. the point is, what does Joe Burrow excel at? It's not necessarily arm strength. He steps it's up not in the mobility. He doesn't lose his cool. He doesn't lose his cool, he, and he, he's very accurate. There were a couple of drives in that game, the first game. It was a first and 20 after a hold. They went down and converted. Killer. You know, a holding penalty, you hope as a defense, means punt is coming, right? Mm-hmm. And then they had a, it ended up being a first and 18 because of where the hold happened or something like that. Went down and converted it. I mean, that's just – they can't have those things happen. I can't tell you how many times in that game there was a third and six and they throw the ball five yards and then Jamar Chase or P. Ryan or whomever yeah. dragged someone two yards. And they, they just couldn't get the stop. They had the stop and they couldn't keep the stop because they couldn't make the tackle when it counted. And that's what they have. They have to tackle better, and they've got to get to Burrow. If you get to Burrow, you can get a turnover. He doesn't throw yeah. a lot of them. But you, when you throw them is when you're getting hit, when you're rushed, sure. something like that. Chris Jones obviously was a storyline. I think he played a fine game. Oh, he's going to have a great like PFF grade or something, but there's no sacks. No sacks, and you see fans time and time again. Where's Chris when, Jones? When's Chris Jones going to get a sack? But it does bring up the question – when is this Chiefs defensive line going to get more sacks in games that, that matter? matter. They get second sacks overall in the NFL. That is great, but the concern was, are they going to do it against the Bills, 
the Bengals. They want to do against the Bills. Super Bowl, these games that truly mm-hmm. matter. Against the Jags, they were fine getting pressure. I, I didn't see him take down Trevor Lawrence no. too much. No, they didn't. I think Frank Clark had a, a got, very nice he got, game. He got he his did, sack. He got a sack. And he had there a couple other, other right? impactful plays. Yeah, they, they. I mean, listen, Chris Jones gets so much attention. It's hard for him to get sacks. Yeah. He has to be tuned up and dialed up on the time that he doesn't have three guys blocking him. That's that's his recipe. And it's hard to get dialed up. How many pass rushes are there a game? 40? Maybe? 38, 40? Sure. Something like that. How many passes are you going to throw in a game? You know how hard it is to sit there and beat your head against the wall? Because he's had a great year. He's Let's say he's rushed the passer, let's just say low, 300 and some times, right? I mean, it's more than that yeah. probably. yeah. And he's got 15 sacks, and that's mm-hmm. a great year. That's like worse what, than one in than, twenty, right? Is that's that worse is that than math? a batting average for a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. The old, <laughs> you know, he's successful three times out of ten. That's got to be disheartening to sit there and rush and rush and rush and not get that that uh, reward at the end. Now, listen, in the tape room or whatever on you know Monday, they go, "Yeah, nice job, Chris. You did a good job. You you got a you, you got a, a pressure." Well, pressures don't get you contracts. I mean, sacks get yeah. you contracts, and sacks get you gold jackets and all that stuff. So, it, it. I asked him last week, kind of about how do you, how do you get ready for that? You just have to be ready all the time to have that one time where you look up and this this is exactly what you want to see. I don't have two guys and a chip and help. I got one guy, and I'm going to get him, and I make my move, and the quarterback is sitting right in front of me. Doesn't always work that way. You yeah. have to be relentless. And he he played his ass off the other day, but he doesn't show up anywhere yeah. in the stats. Derek Naughty was the other guy that got the sack in this game. Yes. Uh, Colin Saunders had a uh, nice hit on Trevor Lawrence. A little surprising it wasn't flagged. It, 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 if they called the, the roughing on the play that they hit Henny, yeah. And they, they, it looked like the exact same yeah. way. Yeah, right in the face mask, the under face mask of Trevor yes. Lawrence. But Colin Saunders, by the way, looked explosive in this game. That is a, a wrecking ball. Yeah, well, it's time for him coming this, at this you. Is, this is when you can go make some money. This, he's in that that's contract. Right? I've been talking all year long, or I would say the second half of the year, that Joe Cullen needs a little bit more respect, a little more acknowledgement. Because I think Joe Cullen's did a great Chris job. Jones, Chris Jones glorifies him every chance he gets. He's. He, he is well-respected and loved by that line group. He gets talked about a bunch. He's done a nice job. He's got something going with them. I don't know exactly what it is. They can't quite put their finger on what it is about it, but there's some sort of belief with what he's teaching them and what they're doing. They're putting them in good spots. Mm. I mean, the results are there. Yeah. The pressures, the sacks yeah. are there, but now is go time. Big this game is a big sacks. week for, for Joe Cullen and the crew to get after somebody. Can they get after this beat-up, Cincinnati offensive line. They might get a guy or two back. You don't know. Jonah Maybe. Williams was listed as week to week, but it didn't matter. No. They they dominated the Bills defensive line. And for all the talk about the Bills defense not being what it once was, the loss of Von Miller, you it's look at deal. a lot of analytics and rankings. They're second, they're fourth. DVOA defensively has them fourth still in the NFL. And they just got bullied. I wonder what the stats are from the time that Von Miller was out Fair. on that. Yeah. Because it was so good early. Correct. I, I was just shocked, too, because you heard the announcers talking about how, well, the offensive line, they get a push in the snow. They have the advantage over the defensive line. We didn't see that for Buffalo's offensive line. No. They were getting cooked. 
Yeah, and there ended up only being one sack on each side in the game. But there was, I mean, Allen was under tremendous pressure. Had to run, had to scramble, had to do things. And Burrow had to step up in the pocket like he does. But he didn't have to run for no. his life often. And they, the Bills, without Von Miller, have some good players. Those are oh, talented yeah. guys on that defense. They, they just looked, I think the first drive of the game was yeah. so easy that I think they were kind of like, oh, man. Because they actually kind of played okay for about two quarters of the game because it was 14 to nothing in the first quarter. And then they didn't give up a touchdown till late in the third, maybe. Um, so it was kind of okay-ish. But they went – they didn't have a freaking third down till halfway through the second drive. And, and then there looked, ended up being a penalty on the third down to give them a freebie. And it looked brutal. Yes. Brutal for Buffalo. It, it looked like the hardest thing to move the ball five yards against Cincinnati. It really looked like a uh, non-con college football game yep. against, like, you got a really good team, yeah. and then you got this team, a paycheck team, coming in there, getting their... Uh, uh, Georgia versus Citadel. TCU. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. I was about to say that it almost looked like Joe Burrow took that sack, too. I mean, you don't want to take a sack or a risk injury like that, obviously, but it just felt like he, oh, I'll give you the sack when I know it's a penalty because sure. it's just going to almost rip your heart out even more right now. You finally get a negative play, and I knew it was a, you know, P- or offsides, you knew it the whole time. It's right. just, it, it's pretty scary to see them coming back here playing like well, that. Well, they have uh, they have a great uh, never-say-die gritty spirit. We know that about the Bengals, right? We saw them come to Arrowhead last year, get down 18 points, 11 at half, and win a game with a chance to go to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. at Arrowhead Stadium. That was incredible. That's an amazing victory that they had against a team that had been to two straight Super Bowls. All that. I mean, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. This year, they came out and they were crap early. Remember, they did like five interceptions week one? Yeah. And you know, it was just like not good. They haven't lost a game since Halloween, okay? That's all of November, all of December. We're halfway through January now. Well, it was the Chiefs' final loss. It was against Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They've only lost once to Cincinnati yeah. since uh, about then as well because the Bills mm-hmm. game was before that. So these are hot teams. I fully think that had the, the Monday night game that got uh, postponed or canceled completed, the Bengals were in a beat their butt that day, too. Yeah, They look like the better team early in that game. Now, maybe if they did that, everything switches. Because if they'd have won that game, the game yesterday would have been in Cincinnati. Maybe, I, who knows? I mean, yeah. everything changes after that. No, come on, Galaxy Brain, break it down. But they, <laughs> they, they look like they're playing as one of the top four teams in the NFL. Probably they look better than anyone in the AFC has looked for two months. Fair. You yeah. Know? I do think the Niners are playing as, as well as anybody. They haven't lost since the Chiefs played them. Correct. Their streak is even a week longer. And the Chiefs caught them when they had Christian McCaffrey for 48 hours. Correct. Now they've had him the whole time. I would also say the Niners, as good as they are, we, we, the past couple of weeks, and they keep winning, we've seen some cracks with the Niners, with Brock Purdy especially. Oh, I, th- I think we, the we, loss is coming for them this we, weekend. We, we've but. seen a couple times when he's been under pressure, that one when he just ran, sprinted straight back, and you're sitting here going, what, no. what are you doing? You just yeah. throw it out of bounds. Yeah, their defense is good. They, they're, they're, they're not their worst thing. One of their weak links is the quarterback. Yeah. Okay, you don't say that about 
the Chiefs. You, well, maybe if someone's hurt. Basically, any team in the AFC the who are in the playoffs. <laughs> I, and I don't think you say that about the Eagles either. Correct. Jalen Hurts has, has proven he's no longer he's, a weakling. He's, he's no weakling. He's a guy. And he's not as 100% healthy as he'd like to be, and they're going to probably depend on him to run a little bit, and that is tough sledding against that Niners defense. Mm-hmm. They'll have to do it a lot of different ways. But Brock Purdy is the worst quarterback left. Okay, yeah. But he might have the best – Mix of defense and oh, I would some say offensive and, and, weapons, and scheme, and everything, or, all that to help him. He might have that with him. If they don't get down, they're fine. Again, the only question is if they get down, which is what I was Dylan and I talked about um, on Friday down there in eight ten. They get down, how do they respond? They never got down against the Cowboys, so they never had to rely right. on Brock Purdy. They still haven't had to come back in a game. The Eagles, who for all of the Jalen Hurts is not a hundred percent, doesn't look great. Put up 38 on a really solid Giants defense. Mm-hmm. He made it look easy. Yeah, I mean, easy. Yeah, they. You've kind of figured they were ready to go. I mean, the the, the Giants won their game, and sometimes oh, a team builds momentum in the postseason. But I was like, ah, they won their game. They're coming up here. This ain't gonna be good. I, I told. And I was out there working right. So I get done. I get out of the uh, the press conference, all that stuff. I get to my car, I turn the radio on. I'm listening to Briscoe, and I'm like, real quick, let me click over here and see what's going on with the game. Fourteen nothing. Now they got the ball. Twenty-one nothing. I was like, all right, well this game's over. Click back and let's listen to post game. I told Dylan he knows this. He's a Giants guy. He was all in the Giants. I said, I said the Giants. If there's one game that was going to be a blowout, I said the the Eagles are going to blow out the Giants. I don't. A really I, good weekend. I told you. <laughs> I, I hit all. Hey, down there, I hit every all three bets. I hit. I hit Chiefs under. Jack's cover. Thank you, field goal. Mm-hmm. That was that was huge. Big for many. Big for many. That field goal was huge. I got that uh, six and a half in the bank boost. They had, the DraftKings had a boost. That's why I had two. The, six the, and a half. I was like, ah, six and a half. Oh, I was, kick the field goal all you want. It's yeah, fine. Make it. Make it. Make, I, I go. It helps me and work, and it helps me in my wallet. That's all. That's it, a win-win, win, baby. Beautiful. That's a win-win. Uh, let's take a quick break. I want to get more into the Chiefs game. I want to get more into the offensive line, defensive line, and some game plan situations, and then touch on some of the other games. Home stretch here, ESPN, Kansas City. I had to do this song for jazz band. Did you? I played drums. You better believe I killed this right here. I know you did. Had to. It was great. Just picture eighth grade me playing that. You know how time flies? It's wild. When you're having fun. Okay, so one year and two weeks ago, the Chiefs played a regular season game against the Bengals that they lost 34 to 31. Okay. I want you to tell me who scored the touchdowns uh, in that game for the Chiefs. In which in what year? The regular season game that happened a year ago and two weeks ago. It was January. So 4th, the games that ha- the games that don't matter anymore because you know why? It was twenty twenty two. That's right. This was the twenty twenty one season, but it happened in January. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna say Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Nope. Um, 
Is it people who are one no- of them is Travis Kelsey? Okay, Travis Kelsey. Are, are, we, are we guessing people who are no longer I'm just, on? I'm just asking you. They scored four touchdowns. One was Travis Kelsey. Two were by another guy. Eddie and one Kinnison. Was by another guy. Eddie Kinnison. No. Albert Wilson. Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. And two by Daryl Williams. I mean, that, that, there we go. Yeah. The NFL just churns people up, man. Yeah. That was especially that was not six backs. years ago. That was last season, and it wasn't last September. It was January fourth or January second, whatever, twenty twenty two. Demarcus Robinson, yeah. Daryl Williams. Brantz on Facebook Live nailed it. He said, D-Rob. I don't know if you heard him first and then put that, uh, but I, I'm giving you credit here, Brantz. Lie. Yeah, Brantz is a good dude. He probably just watched the game. Yeah, he probably he was probably he said, watching right now while we were talking. Oh, he's oh, D-Rob got that first one. Yeah, he, he's he's studying the film. Yeah, that, it's 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 crazy how the the world just kind of, I mean, it just keeps going, man. Well, I would say running, running backs for sure, and then wide receivers are probably his second the, most. The game that happened six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Joe Tooney didn't play. Kadarius Tony didn't play. Yeah. I mean, all the Joe Mixon, all these things we just talked about. They, it, it's just so wild, man. More than any other sport, probably. I think baseball probably has the longer term contracts. Longer term contracts, guaranteed, guaranteed too. <laughs> NBA is second most, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of trades yeah. in the NBA. Football. Yeah, running backs like that. I yeah, mean, it's just. Last year, I mean, it's like Daryl Williams was a big part of this team. Mm-hmm. Where's Daryl Williams now? Do you remember where he went? Well, Darrell Williams went to Atlanta, I thought, at one point. Thought Chicago. I thought he went to Arizona. Could have been, Put the Googler on that. I don't know. I think Damian Williams, Damian Williams was in, went to was Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. In Chicago. I think Darrell Williams might have been with the Cardinals this year. You know? Darrell Williams, Cardinals. Yeah. And he was out there scoring big-time tutties in a game that was huge for the Chiefs last year. And then he was behind... Down James to, Connor. They just went and found a seventh round. You know Benjamin. They just found a seventh round kid to come in and play. Yeah. So it's the way it works. Sports. Sports. Life marches on. And now we're going to get real dark and talk about how. <laughs> <now we're> getting... <laughs> what are we all doing here? This yeah. spinning what are we doing? Rock. Yeah. Eat Arby's. Eat Arby's. Have you seen the, the, the nihilist Arby's account on Twitter? That's a pretty funny one. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Last Friday. We went down, the Drake and I, we went down to that remote at Golden, uh, uh, was it Golden Corral? Belt Beef Company? Golden Belt. I no, say unfortunately, it, right. it wasn't Golden Corral. That would have been. Golden Belt Beef Company. It was very cool. Jason yeah. Anderson was down there. The sausage. Anthony Sherman was there. They have nice. all kinds of great products in there. Um, so Drake and I went down there because he wanted to get something to cook for dinner, and he said he wanted to go have a little lunch. So we looked at a map, and there's a... Uh, uh, pizza shop down there. I thought you used to have a really oh, good yeah, lunch special, yeah. a little pizza. And then, th- you know what? We go there. First off, we're in the place. We're talking to Anthony Sherman. He said, Yeah, we're going to go get lunch. He said, Where are you going? I said, We're going over to pizza shop. He goes, I think that's closed. I'm like, oh, the sign was stuff. We went over there, locked. Wow. So then we're uh, we're driving on 151st eastbound. Are you by Sneeds? Kind of Sneeds Barbecue? No, no, no. That's, that's 58 Highway. That's way long way. I'm yeah, in yeah. Kansas. Oh, you're in Kansas. Okay, Kansas. okay, okay. 151st and Metcalf. So, there was a Taze Burger Shack that was there for a while in the old Hardee's, and I knew it was closed, but it's closed. And then I said, you know, there used to be a sandwich deal over here. It was Jersey Boys over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's closed. So you know where we went? Arby's. You know what? <laughs> it's always there for you, baby. I always thought it was a money, money laundering scheme for the longest time. Arby's was good. No, you, no one ever... Chooses Arby's as the first place. But I just every, told you it every, was the fourth place. And every time you get it, everyone's always like, "You know what? It's pretty good. Pretty good." It was our fourth choice because the other three 
Not we're just like closed. They're like gone. They're yeah. They're no. They're they are no longer. And we turned up old Metcalf. There she was, like a beacon. Arby's. Like a beacon. Yeah. So don't sleep on it. I'm I'm not I'm not sleep on it. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, by the way, if Mahomes ends up winning the Super Bowl or at least going to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. this is starting to feel a little bit like Tiger Woods in the 08 U.S. Open. I made a comparison in the game when he came back, just the one leg when Tiger had what was torn ACL. Yeah, just played a whole 18 hole playoff. Yeah, was that Rocco Media? Rocco Media, yeah. And Rocco Media was basically like, I know it's over. He's smiling the whole yeah. time, just like, I can't believe this is my life right now going up against Tiger. And what's it felt like at the time Rocco even knew that it was history. I this guy, yeah. yeah, and it was just history. But if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, does that have a little parallel to you? He's a long way to go. He's got to get there. But yeah, it would be amazing if he were able to. Think about this. If these are legacies, that's what this this time of year is legacy time. Yeah. And there's a lot riding on it. This is not the topic of conversation because you want to find out the X's and O's of the game and all that stuff, I guess. But you think about these things. You know, people were so fired up when they won a Super Bowl, his first trip there. He was young, 23 years old or whatever. They won a Super Bowl. The next year he goes and, you know, you're playing the GOAT. So if you beat the GOAT, that's another loss for the goat, and it's a win for you. Yeah. All right. You lose to the goat. Now he's got another one, mm. and then you lost one. Okay. So now you're further behind. Well, they lost that one last year. He's got a chance to go to three in a row, which would have been matched Tom Brady. No. Yeah. He did. No. He went three or four. Went two in a row. Didn't go three in a row until yeah. later. And then you got you got to That's that's a deal. You're going to three in a row. They lost the game. So now you're like, ugh. So you got to sit there for. 12 months to work your ass off to get back to right here. Yeah. And if you win this game, you're going to three out of four. You got a chance to win it, all that kind of stuff. If you lose this game, you will have now lost three out of five AFC championship games at home. You will have a losing record at home in AFC championship games as a starting quarterback. Then you're like, dang it, man. I mean, that's what that's how big these numbers swing. Things. Sure. I'm with you, but if you also want to take it, especially if you're going for the the GOAT comparison here, right, since that's, I think, a little bit of what you're saying here with Tom Brady and stuff, who has the most championships in the NBA? Bill Russell. Yes. That's no, a different no, time. No one yes. says Bill Russell's the GOAT. No. That was that was the 50s when, when there was nothing uh, different. I, uh, you just kept guys. Fair. My point is I don't think Mahomes has to get to six, seven Super Bowls no, for him you know to what? be in the if conversation. If you don't win this game Sunday, you're not getting to two this year. Fair. And then, then you got to wait a whole other year to do it. When you get there, you got to win the games. And they, they especially at home. In eighteen, they had the game at home, and they lost that game. Coin flip, overtime, mm. whatever. But it was bad. They didn't score in the first half. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was it was bad. Then they won the game in nineteen. It was great. They won the game in twenty. It was great. They lost the Super Bowl. But now, I mean, Andy Reid. The the numbers he's put in are incredible. He's got ten postseason wins at two different franchises. He went to five conference title games at Philly. But what did he do? Lost. He only won one of them. Yeah. And he lost two of them at home. I think. I think he won one at home, lost two at home, then lost two on the road. All right. Now he's got five here, all of them at home, and they right now two for two. This this two and two. You lose this one. All of a sudden, you're the coach who has gone to ten. And you've only won three. Mm. And then you're like three and seven in t- conference title games? 
it's crazy when you start thinking that way sure. on these things. So that's that's why you you've heard Patrick and you've heard Travis Kelsey say this as well. It was early kind of off season stuff when we had a chance to talk to him and you know what do you, all these tight ends getting these contracts and they, and this was when Russell Wilson and and these contracts were coming and, and Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray and Patrick is like I know I'm good to go. I've got legacy life changing money for generations already set ready to go. He wants to win Lombardi's. That's what he wants to do. Travis Kelsey, same thing. I appreciate the fact that some guys might get bigger contracts and all this stuff. Now he's like, he wants to go win these things. Yeah. And now you're right there with that chance again. And the sad part is, your dude's got a hurt ankle. Yeah. But it would be amazing if they if they win this game. And then I think, honestly, if you get through this game without, if you win it, that's number one. If you get through without too much trouble, then by the Super Bowl, we're talking it's two weeks away, yeah. you're probably as healthy as you kind of are. Yeah, I, I, at this point, of, you know, high of ankle sprains and ankle sprains are they're ass. Mm-hmm. You know, they they can take six weeks plus to heal. As a basketball guy, basketball. Well, you've broken little, a lot of ankles on people. Of so. course, Allen Iverson crosses and the sham god. You know, mm-hmm. come on now. Um, but basketball and football is a little different. It's a little different movement. Yeah, basketball moving all the time. You're I moving mean, nonstop. Just, but still, as a quarterback, you're planting. You're you're trying to get something going. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be 100. percent No, it's well, no gonna, one's 100. Right I, I get yeah. it, but it's gonna affect him. Sure, it is. This is a but if you win this game, I think you're injury. right. This is a this is a he limped off the field. He you know he threw his coat down. Correct. I'll go get your damn X-ray if you want. And he came back and he won the game. Yes. And now this is the 08. There'll be questions. US Open. all week long. What's he going to do? What's this? You'll have Jay Glazer tweets. And yeah. Ian Rappaport tweets and answers from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes six ways to Sunday all this time. But if he goes out there, he's not going to look right. You know, no. But he, Tiger if, didn't if look win, right. If they win, then that'll be great. But I, you know, I just I think the 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 overall legacy part of this is incredible. Yeah. With where they are right now, because that loss at home last year skewed those numbers the other way. Yeah. If they'd have gone to three straight Super Bowls already, and he was three and one at home, oh, they only lost to one in overtime because he lost the coin flip. They won the coin flip last time, and Damn. they got nothing, right? They had an 18-point lead, and they lost the game. Yeah. That's, that is stuck with these guys all offseason. They've talked about it. They talked about it in OTAs. They talked about it at camp. That game stuck with them, and now they didn't take care of business when they went to Cincinnati, but that's all POH now, part of history. Now – you got the exact same game happening. Can you rewrite the history that happened from last year or not? The Chiefs' offensive line, and you mentioned this in the first segment, I want to bring it back. They're supposed to be good blocking for the run. Mm-hmm. Or Leonard Brown Jr., that's his calling card. There's three guys up front, Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney, Trey Smith. They're supposed to be nasty. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to get pushes. Why do they struggle so much in short yarded situations? Third and one, fourth and one. Is it a play calling issue? I think it's play calling as much as anything. Just run the play. You know, I get it, but they, they've tried multiple things now. QB sneaks without a quarterback. What's well, that? QB they, sneak. Thing. Sure, Blake Bell. It's the same principle. That every other team picks it up when they have a guy taking the snap and you get pushed from behind. Mm-hmm. Chiefs can't. To me, is this the offensive line isn't as good as or we think maybe, they maybe are? Maybe it's time just to run. You know, they used to line up in the eye and give the ball to the fullback. 
How about just give the ball to the second guy, let the fullback block somebody? I, you know, I don't know. They had done a decent job for a good part of this year, but it was not good Sunday. Andy said that on the Zoom today. He's like, we weren't very good this last week, yeah. and they weren't very good this last week. I think they've got the the proper personnel to do something. It seems like and they so do. I think it's uh, I think it's execution and play calling probably at this point. You think? But if you can't, if you won't sneak, then that's one thing you you that they they don't have to prepare for. I don't think anyone's preparing for it. Yeah, but Blake Bell, our team's preparing for Blake Bell to get on a Q, uh, quarterback well, and take it. They gave it to Noah Gray this last or time. Or Noah Gray, yes. Do you think if they gave it to Blake Bell versus Noah Gray, that makes a difference? N- Blake Bell might be a little bigger, right? He is definitely bigger. You know what they used to do, the old Bell Dozer that they yeah. ran at Oklahoma was like uh, basically a copycat of how Cam Newton ran the ball all the time or Colin Klein when K-State, K-State was very yeah. good. They're not sneaks. They're You're in the shotgun, and, and you, wait for- you just wait. And then you have a blocker, so mm-hmm. all you have is blockers. There's no one who's not there. Maybe and they've done that before with Travis Kelsey. Sure, yes. They're down yeah. near the goal line. They've they've played that kind of action before. Maybe that's the way to do it. The other thing is just don't get in third and short. I, I'm with you, and and maybe we'll see some Kadarius Tony in arounds. We we saw in the Cowboys game, if I'm not mistaken, they did one of those, and it, they got they picked it up very very easily. I just don't when understand. We mentioned that Bengals game. They tried something clever yeah. like that, and Carlos Dunlap blew it up. Blew it up. Now, you know, so. I, I just, I guess for me, I just don't always understand the, the Chiefs' offensive line, the talents there. They should be able. They to should that. be able to push their guys six inches, and it feels like they just can't. And I don't understand. And that's where I'm coming from. Well, I think part of it is that you you know that something's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, there's no chance it's going to be a quarterback sneak. And when they when they put all the tight ends out there, you know that well one of the guys is going to stop here, and you're ready for that. I don't I don't think they have as much element of surprise as some other teams have. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You got to execute though. Before we get a break, how impactful and how badass was Chad Henney? Hearing awesome. hearing the crowd chant his name, you're a backup quarterback. Not only do you not expect to play, you're basically just a, a veteran presence mm-hmm. on this team. You're a locker room guy. You go 98 yards. Amazing. Game was basically swung. It was in the balance right there because Bengals had the momentum. Mahomes goes out. An amazing punt to the two. Yeah. You got to go 98, 98 yards. Well, it helped to have a 40-yard run in there. First play, First though. First play, they threw a pass. It was yeah. a pass. And, yeah. and to me, that was so impactful for Andy Reid. You have to do that. Because what, what happens all the time when you put a backup quarterback in? Run, run, run. Yeah, the pass at least in the back of the bang or in the back of the mind of the Jaguars was oh, it opened everything up. H- and he can do it. And then you saw the Browns play mm-hmm. same same play same that deal. they did with Tyreek Hill in the fourth down. Yep. And then you know the the big run was a monstrous. Of course, of course. They they went forty yards on that run and it looked like he was dead. Right. He runs into the, the the line and nothing's happening and he bounces outside. It was just really nice. I mean, I like Chad Henney. He's a good guy. He's been in the league for a long time. He is that good veteran presence. But he has made some big plays for this team. Yeah. He's helped win two playoff games. He's had two massive playoff moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm for sure one of the people that said going into this year, it's time for Shane Bouchel. Well, and maybe next year is the time um, for that, possibly. But, but Andy likes having an older backup. I mean, he's, he's had that here with the exception of when Alex Smith was here. They didn't really have that. Extra yeah. coach. Yeah, extra coach. Yeah, I mean Chase Daniel was here, and Chase Daniel was already kind of old when he came here with Alex. But he was more of a younger guy. But it was just 
there was no competition. There was no nothing. This is your backup. And there's no competition for Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know if there's anyone on the planet who they would have who would be competition for him, sure. who's a young player or, or old or whatever. But at some point, if Chad Henney can still do this, I guess you you, you keep doing it with him. And he, why wouldn't you come make a couple million dollars yeah. a year to, to just every once in a while play? It's pretty good. I wouldn't mind having someone who's maybe a little more dynamic. Sure. If for some reason Patrick Mahomes got hurt, that has to play several games. But I would, at this point, I'd still rather feel comfortable with Chad Henney playing three games or Matt Moore as he did. And Chad Henney did not look overwhelmed. Than, than, than Shane Bouchel. Yeah. Because you know Chad I mean? Henney did not look overwhelmed. The moment didn't look too big for no. him. He, he, He's played a lot of football. He, he was like, all right, I know the job and we're going to get it done. And the crazy and thing is, remember, done. he got hurt or. Or he would have been the guy playing in 19 when Matt Moore played. Yeah. Because Chad Henney got hurt in the preseason, and then they had to get Matt Moore off the high school practice. High school, <laughs> high he, school practice. He shows up, and all of a sudden, the kneecaps over here, and he's playing three games. Yeah. He's facing Aaron Rodgers, you uh, know? Yeah. And he got those wins. He helped that team. Yeah. A lot. Let's take a quick break before Dylan comes around here and tries to fight us. Home stretch here, ESPN, Kansas City. Lebo's about to sing this. Come on, bud. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Now touch me, babe. Why can't you see that I am not afraid? Come on now, Dylan. What was that promise that you made? What promise was it, Dylan? That I don't you know the words. No, I know what you promised me. You what promised me a bet that went wrong two weeks ago and I lost money on it. I forgot what game it was. And I listened to you. Bills minus 17 and a half against the uh, Dolphins. Yes, that's what it was. He promised me. Promised me. Didn't happen? Not even close. By the way, that bird just flew. That was very scary. I thought a raven with some Edgar Allan Poe stuff going on. And then I parlayed that terrible take with my Giants money line on Friday. Yeah, so I'm done listening to you when it comes to betting. Why did I ever listen to you? Uh, before we get out of here, Lebo, when Dak Prescott does his little shotgun leg kick, it kind of looks like he's trying to start an old, rusty, cold Harley Davidson, doesn't it? It's like an old Harley Davidson is really yes. trying to get down. Who gets more leg kick, him or Dontrell Willis? Oh, Dontrell more. You think Dontrell? Oh, that was high. Yeah, that was, that was pretty high. That was high. Uh, who's the better quarterback, Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? Very similar. I'm taking Kirk Cousins. Probably so. I'm ta- How wild is that, that you're taking Kirk Cousins over Dak Prescott? The fact it's even a conversation. Well, they're just, they're, they're just like both mid-round dudes. Oh, yeah, just, just dudes. They're just go Are play. they the guy? Derek Carr, you want to throw him in here? Put him in. Put, put him, him in. Put him in the bucket. Dylan, who you taking? Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, or Kirk Cousins? One year, get it done. Who you taking? Throw Andy Dalton in there, too. Oh, no, Andy Dalton's <laughs> bottom. Come on now. Uh, want a playoff I would game, go you? with Dak. I just got to do it. I'm going Kirk because it's not even not even thinking twice. Derek Carr's my quarterback. I'm going to cry. Lebo, this was fun. Dylan, this was fun. Back tomorrow at 3 or 4 p.m. Until then, we are out.